Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Maureen. I'm Tiffany. I'm Amanda. And tonight we are back with the fall finale for The Resident. Now, I feel like it's kind of weird that they were off for two weeks and then just gave us two episodes and they're like, see you later. Yeah. I don't understand why they came back for two episodes. <laughs> I don't I'm it's grateful. Okay, 911 only came back for one. No, I don't understand why they're doing that. It's the weirdest yeah, thing. Yeah. Chicago did the same thing. They only come back for one episode yeah. and then it's fall break. Like, I don't. Why? <laughs> They should have just gone off when Grace went off and just everybody keep the same schedules. Come on. That would have made my life easier. <laughs> and now when I come back comes, every other week, when 911 comes back on, I can't just write season six, episode 10, because now they're no. going to be different episodes. Everybody changed on you. So mess me up. So our titles for our videos are going to get weirder. Sorry. I tried to keep it Woo-hoo. even for you. But this week it was. Uh, a lot of things happened on this episode. A lot of questions we had mm-hmm. answered. And we finally see the return of the Sullivans this week in the episode. Amanda's favorite person in the world. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of things to say and I'm probably going to surprise you guys tonight. I am. And I might surprise you. <laughs> so let's talk about the rehab storyline. The uh, father-daughter really dynamic. Really? That wasn't. This, this honestly, the whole Cade, Cade going to see Ian and did did we know he was going into mm-hmm. rehab? Did yeah. I miss that? Did I like go to the bathroom at one point? She okay, drove him I there. Did. Oh yeah. It was the last episode okay, we saw it's Ian. Coming, yeah, it's coming back to me. Never mind. I get it. And she's been lying to Kit and to Conrad and to everybody. Yeah, which I don't I I understand. I don't technically agree with it. Mm-mm. But I understand. It's not really her business. But she is putting a lot of people's lives in danger by not letting his employers know when he's operating on small children and not telling someone, hey, this man has a drug problem that he hid and had me lie about for him. That's super dangerous. I think it might come out now. Oh, I think it will too. I think with this rehab storyline, I think that we could see a lot deeper into who Ian is too. Because before it was like, oh, I love him. Andrew McCarthy, you know, maybe he's just misunderstood. Maybe he's just struggling. But he... The way, like when I was taking notes on the section, he even said it. He's like, one of the tools I use is narcissism. I'm growing to understand. Like, even that yeah. was almost like being narcissistic. Like, yeah. holy cow. He has to be controlling. Mm-hmm. He, he has to control whatever situation yes. or room he is in. And that's a huge mm-hmm. problem. I know doctors are very egotistical and cocky. And, you know, that's how, that's how most mm-hmm. surgeons slash doctors are and i think probably in real life in all of our shows but he's like in a next level <laughs> level of it and it's just i'm glad Cade said something to him mm-hmm. i'm glad that she didn't just go there do the therapy thing and just continue on her Absolutely. merry way she finally stood up to him and i was very i was very proud of Cade this episode I, actually wrote, I still love Kate. This it seems like this that are making me like her more. I still don't want her with Conrad. Like that's never. But I think like I've never ever once wanted her with Conrad. Not ever. 
In fact, I've said several times, the more I see her away from Conrad, the more I like her. <laughs> it's her with Conrad that I don't like. And so- but why? Because it was too robotic. It was, there was no chemistry. There was no, like it just, and they just, it felt so forced and it felt like hmm, you're available. So I'll be with you now is what it felt like. And it's, that's not what I want for see, I felt it was more of a one-sided relationship. I felt like Conrad liked her a whole lot more than she liked him. I don't think she, I feel like she really does. I feel like those, <laughs> those emotions don't come through with her. She's very yeah. just. But it's kind of robotic. Like she's that's exactly. how she is. And it's because she spent so long enforcing super strict boundaries to avoid getting close to absolutely anybody. We find out this week mm -hmm. why, because she's had to lie to teachers and all these other things. So she wouldn't get taken away from her dad. So she's had to move and had to close off those feelings. So we get why. So it seems like this that make me actually start to like her as a character. Mm -hmm. uh, I might I might be a little sad if she leaves now because I'm actually starting to enjoy her character, but it's because I'm not seeing a lot of her with Conrad. Every time she's with Conrad, I start to hate her again. I'm Every sorry, but time. we hardly ever get to see her with Conrad. Ever since I'm they officially like got together, he, like they, we never we see him like in passing. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm like, what kind of relationship me. is this? I mean, she I'm sorry with with his daughter. No, and like with with any of our shows. What do we like in them? We like the romance. Yes. You yes. Know, we like the romance stories. We like seeing the romance mm -hmm. stories play out. That's what draws us to any yeah. any freaking TV show. Mm -hmm. If there's no romance in there, then you're watching like some sort of weird sci-fi movie, which <laughs> to each their own. If you like them, awesome. I don't. But <laughs> uh, Tiffany loves them. She's giving me side eyes right I now. I like them. Judged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna nod and smile. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just yeah. And we like to see our favorite characters being taken care of in their relationships. Yes. Rom the reason we like the romantic storyline so much is because there's a part of us that always craves to be taken care of and protected and longed for and cared for. And when we can see that play out in our characters, that's that. No matter what's going on in our personal lives, and we can see that on the screen, we gravitate towards that. That's why we like it so much. Mm -hmm. And I think we haven't been able to see that at all. In fact, we've seen Kate do the opposite where it's mm, i'm only gonna come over when your kids sleep i'm not gonna really care if this is what you want like you know it just it felt weird and yeah <laughs> i'm sorry she's away on a girls weekend what girlfriends does this girl have <laughs> i thought the same thing i was like who does he think she's with <laughs> everybody she knows is currently at the hospital with conrad and this girl never leaves the hospital so how did she convince him that she's away with a bunch of girls that are her friends for a spot? Like, how did she do that? I don't know. Maybe he's just doesn't care so much. So he doesn't even really think about it. Maybe he's just so used to people not lying to him that he's like, yeah, I'll believe whatever you say, even if it's completely impossible I, and fantastic. I just really think they're not communicating. They're not communicating. I don't think he at really all. knows if she has friends or not. And I think too that that's, I think she's also, it's again where she's being forced to stay close up because Ian is asking her to lie. And I think that mm -hmm. if she gets closer to Conrad and lets those walls down, she's going to let it come out what's actually going on with Ian. And she's been, it's been ingrained in her, we find out this episode, her entire life to avoid seeing the truth about him. And I actually wrote down what she said because I thought it was so good. And this was the scene that I was like, yes, go, Cade. She said, Charm is a deadly deceiver. My father has more charm than anyone I know. He uses it to win over people he needs. He's charmed all of you, but it's a magic trick and you fell for the illusion. You know all the right words and you say them. 
that is like Ian in a freaking nutshell. And you could see it the yeah. whole time he's talking to her. In fact, at the end, when she goes to leave and she says, he's like, I, I want to show you my actions and earn your forgiveness. And she said, that's great. You're the only father I have, but I'm not lying for you anymore. Once mm-hmm. she said that, he stopped chasing after her. Yep. The, he was because only he using knows. those words so that she would continue to lie for him. Yep. He needed her. Absolutely. And that's, I'm sorry. I was, I, from day one, I have not been an Ian fan. That, and even I was like, biased. I mean, I know we love Andrew. I get it. But Ian, I don't like. And I didn't like his character from day one. I never got a good feeling about him. He's very smarmy. I just, and for like a little bit, I was like, maybe he'll mm-hmm. like worm his way into our hearts. Like maybe it'll start coming. And then I feel like it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, uh, you guys are about to push it a little too far to where there yes. is no comeback. And there the isn't fans. anymore. Like we're not going to want, even if he like starts doing good, we're just not going to like him anymore. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Just, there comes a point. Mm-hmm. And operating so, on children under the influence is pretty much most yeah. of our cutoff. <laughs> that was my Sorry, final... Dude. When he was like swaying with that baby in his arms, mm-hmm. you know, oh my gosh. Back, I was like, I'm done. Your pride I'm is done? not worth the death of a I'm child. Done. Like, even excuse yourself from the room. Exactly. Yeah. Say you're sick. Say you have a migraine. Say mm-hmm. anything to get yourself out of I mean, if you if you're not gonna be man enough to face up to your addictions and life choices, then at least take yourself away from doing harm absolutely to not just people to babies mm-hmm. and that's the creed right do no harm isn't that their what is it called yeah. do no harm is it I, called I the creed so. <laughs> or no it's the hippocratic oath right yeah, do no yeah. Harm. that's right yeah. yeah i knew there was i knew there was a specific name for yeah. it and you know i wanted i wanted to like his character so much that for the first few episodes i was like yes we're we're teamy and we're teamy and but it, i struggled to hold on to that it was we're team mccarthy we're team mccarthy and i can't i, I just I was really mad when they made me hate his character because I didn't want oh. to hate his character, but I do. I know. And I felt I know. bad for Cade. I tr- watching her realize this stuff about her dad, watching her look at her dad with this. And the other thing irritated me when he was telling her all this stuff, he's smiling at her. Oh, like, didn't I pee you, you off? Like, mm-hmm. I just, I felt so bad for her to know that you matter that little to this man and realize it in front of that many people. Yeah. That's sad. And that, it's exactly. I mean, he doesn't. He's a narcissist through and through. Mm-hmm. Like that, he is the definition of a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, just he's not going to change. He's not going to change. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced at this point that that man hope, cannot make him come back. I had hope originally when he was going to rehab, and he actually confessed, "I'm scared." I had hope. But I see now that he did absolutely nothing but plan and plot while he was there. Yep. So And win everybody over. Mm-hmm. And if you let him free, he's just going to dip right back in and start operating absolutely. on babies under the influence again. So I don't, I think she's at her point though. I really do. I think if he does come back to the hospital and like, if he does try to come back to the hospital, I think she will say something. I think she's going to say something anyway. She said, I hope "So I hope I'm she not going to lie for you anymore." And then walked away from him. But does that mean she's going to come clean, or if only something pops up, is she going to say something? Oh, I think she's going to say something. I think she realizes what she because she was listening to that other person talk about how we have to tell mom and dad we can't keep it a secret anymore, 
and you could see her get affected by it. And the therapist said at one point, can you not see how you are enabling them to continue doing what they're doing by not disclosing what they've done? And so I think that really hit her. And I think she's going to go tell Kit or at least Conrad, who is going to go tell Kit. Yeah, Conrad. <laughs> Conrad doesn't care. He doesn't care who you are. He did it once when he found out that there was an op- a, a, a possibility he was doing it. He was like, mm, nope, not letting this lie. Who do you if think you he would actually keep that from? Who do, do I think, think there's Conrad anybody he would keep a secret like that? I for? think the only person he, oh, for? No. No. I don't even think he would do it for Nick. Do you not? I don't, I was thinking Nick or even Devin. I think he would be, if he could, I think he would have a conversation with them. And if he could not make them see the error of their ways, I think he would go higher up. I think he's sort of done stuff like this in the past with True. people when they've done something stupid Ugh, because he cares sad. about his patients and he cares about people who aren't his patients. So, I mean, we leave them at an impasse. 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 Do we think Nick is going to stick? Nick. Please return to Nick. Do we think <laughs> Kate is going to stick around? I do not think that Nick is going to stick around. No. <laughs> Ooh, that got dark. <laughs> I don't. I don't. If I think that if she's not with Conrad, I don't know what her position. There. I mean, she's an ER doc and she's an ICU doc, but we don't ever see the ICU patients. And the ER docs, we already have plenty of them. So I don't think she has a role on the show without being Conrad's girl, which is kind of a bummer for me because I'm starting to like her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They might keep her, though. For what, though? I don't know. I mean, it sounds bad, but in terms of like the characters on the show, every spot is filled. A, a hospital could, a real hospital, I'm sure would keep her on because, you know, you need that. But in terms of the show, we don't, we don't deal in the ICU and we have yeah. enough ER doctors because we've been running on that many ER doctors for so long that, I, I, yeah. I mean, you look at it now, mostly what we see of her is with Ian outside the hospital. We don't see much of her inside the hospital now. So Mm-mm. unless they're going to keep her with the, and then this, they're going to keep Ian and her on the show and keep going, which I kind of hope they don't. I don't want to deal in this rehab relapse storyline cycle. I don't want to keep doing that. No. So I, I don't know. I think that's the only way they keep her, that she would have a place is if she was either with Conrad or um, Ian and her stay on the show and they deal with their problems together with the hospital or they give her a different position. Maybe they focus more on the ICU. If they can start to do that, then yeah. They could do that. I think that would... I Honestly, I wouldn't mind it. It would mm-hmm. bring a new element to the show. Yeah. So, like, speaking of divides, we got to welcome back Kyle Nevin in this episode, which he's gotten so much older, and it makes me sad because I love the actor. I love the actor. And I'm like, oh, don't get older. Aww. I thought the opposite. I thought he looked a little bit better. He looks less you? haggard. Yeah. No, I missed him though. Mm-hmm. I really, like I said, I love the actor. So I was surprised I seeing him on the screen. I was too. This storyline came out of left field, mm-hmm. but I really, really, really did yeah. enjoy it. Me too. I really did. And I'm, man, Conrad is a bigger man than I could ever be. <laughs> I never thought we were going to see Kyle again, honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. No. It was I nice to see him gone. though. Because I was, you know, it, it's so sad that Gigi doesn't have a relationship with mm-hmm. her mother's father, you know, because you don't have any of your mother's family left. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. all gone. He's the only one literally alive. Mm-hmm. It would be really nice if they could have some sort of relationship. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, and I completely agree. He was surprised that she was there. Like, dude, where else she do you think Conrad gave her up for adoption when Nick died? <laughs> like he didn't even think about her at all. No. When he first got there. Until huh. Devin mentioned Gigi. Mm-hmm. He's like, like oh, what did you forget? I think oh, Devin she's alive still? <laughs> like, where did you think she was? It I'm is very trying. Kyle-like to hold his grudge for that many years, though. Five years? Yeah. Over five years? I don't know when she just had her... She just had her birthday, didn't she? She Yeah, Billy said it was five years. I'm sorry. Like I said earlier, he was a bigger person than me because I would have been like, oh, sorry, you're going to have to work to see your granddaughter because I'm not going to play this game of letting her in, out, in, out, in, out yeah. of your life. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be in her life or are you not going to be in her life? Because we're not going to do this yo-yo thing. And especially I would with at least had that conversation first. Yeah. And especially with the animosity he had towards Conrad. Because yes. obviously Conrad's not going to let Gigi be in his life without Conrad. Like Conrad is and Gigi, they're a package deal. He wouldn't even let Conrad check him out at the hospital. He was so angry yeah. at him. He didn't want to go to Chastain. He was so angry at Conrad. Just had the off chance he might be working there. So for him to just be like, well, no, I understand. It, it was, But I think that's one of the reasons we love Conrad, right? And even, even though this happened, Conrad stayed on his team, on his medical team. Which boggles my mind. Like I'm I not said, surprised by he's him. a better person than me. Mm-hmm. Because I would have had words. <laughs> I did have words. They were just spoken in my living room. <laughs> and not at him. I like how Gigi kind of just... Kyle was angry and, you know, didn't want anything to do with what was going on. And as soon as Gigi enters the picture, mm-hmm. everything's just, like, turned around. You know, yeah. he's like, oh, they're trying to help me. Mm-hmm. I, I should be here well i mean i kind of get why i don't agree with it but i get why and conrad says it too that he has nobody else and he's in his grief he forgot because Gigi was still what three months old when nick died she was barely like he was so focused on the grief of having lost another daughter after losing his yeah. first one and then also losing his wife he just he was so, I don't even think he was angry at Conrad. I think he, part of him probably wanted to, much like PPD, only he probably has PTSD, much like in that situation, he just wanted, he couldn't be around anybody. He was so filled with pain and grief. And Conrad said he needed someone to be angry at. He chose me and I understand why. And I think when Gigi was like, my daddy can fix anything, I thought, oh, that's the wrong person to say that to and then when he said not your mom you couldn't save her the look on Gigi's face i was like get it girl that's yes i'm sorry when he said that i wanted to go through that screen and slap his face i was like you do not say that to that little girl he that really peeved me Mm -hmm. off it made Gigi mad too as it should have Mm -hmm. if i was conrad i'd be like oh out like no. done. <laughs> I think Conrad has raised Gigi well enough in Nick's memory, keeping her memory alive, instilling in Gigi who Nick was and being who he is, that I think he would have watched that play out and just smiled because Gigi was like, My daddy tried. He misses her so much. And then just the yeah. stare that she kept giving him. 
she was angry and Kyle kind of cowed away. And part of it is what he said. He said, you look exactly like Nick did when she was your age. He just, I think, I think Kyle just needed that to snap mm-hmm. out of it. Cause I don't think he's actually mad at Conrad. I don't, yeah. I think he's just more hurt than he is mad. And I think he needs he to, pain. he just has to focus that anger and pain on somebody. And I feel like Conrad's just the easiest target for him. A hundred percent. Yep. I mean, he knew how much Conrad loved his wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much he did for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's no way he didn't know that. No. I guess his anger and grief just kind of took over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the other doctor's name that Billy was dating? Yamada? Oh, I don't like <sighs> that guy. I don't oh like gosh. that I guy. I don't like him. He... He made me so mad. Mm-hmm. He Did just kind of inserted him himself and just took over the whole situation. 100%. Mike, who do you think you are? That's actually what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> I wrote in all capital letters, who does Yamada think he is? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We don't know you. Later on, I wrote, who is this guy? What is his role? Actually, what is his role? Why is he in that room? where did he come from yeah i i can't remember what his role is did i miss an episode somewhere he's been on one episode and he thinks well you know what this doctor's patient who i have no knowledge of no knowledge of their previous results of their new results of what the current situation is i'm gonna step in there and save the day anyway like i'm sorry sir have you ever worked at a business before have you worked at a hospital before have you ever had (laughs) co-workers because this is not how this crap works you don't, and then, oh, and then when Devin said, I'd rather have AJ, he looked at him and said, hurry up because transport's on their way. Like, <laughs> Why are you <laughs> that making that amazing. decision, dude? Why are you making that decision? I was so frustrated with him this whole episode. I wanted to yeah. hit him in the face. Yeah. I mean, exactly what we said earlier. Who do you think you are? That's all I need to say about Yamada is who do you think you are? The Just only thing that's the office. That- I didn't quote by the way for AJ in this episode was actually when he went to Yamada and told him about mm-hmm. Billy and Conrad. Like five. That wasn't his place. No. I'm sorry, but he has nothing to do with that. No. I'm like, when did AJ become like the gossip queen? Right? Of Chastain. <laughs> and maybe his goal there was to get Billy and Yamada separate, but that's not fair. You, you can't make that decision unilaterally for Billy. And it, it's it's not right because what if Billy isn't ready to take that step and you've just taken that from her? That's not that's not okay. It's it's really it's not. And, and I don't think Billy or Conrad would appreciate it, honestly. No, no, no. No, absolutely not. And then when he's in the in the room <laughs> with uh him and AJ are doing the procedure, and even Conrad comes in and says, Are they do they both really need to be in there? <laughs> <laughs> but it's because Yamada won't back off. He has been there, what, two days? And he already views every cardiology patient as his. And he views everything as his responsibility, his domain. Who are you? I, I, I'm really, really angry at this guy. Like, I'm super angry at this guy. And I, I'm almost irrationally yeah. angry at him. Like, dude, no, I am on this too. show. I don't like him at all. AJ is the head cardiologist, first of all. Second of all, you don't come into his OR 
and then tell him how to do a procedure and try to correct him on what he's doing. Yeah. So AJ did get a little territorial, but he had to, I think. So when he said at the end, right before he talked to him about Conrad and Billy, he's like, we worked well together today. Did you? No. Lies. I didn't think so. <laughs> lies, lies, fact, The lies. procedure Yamada wanted to do, the stint that he ended up putting in, wasn't the solution, and it didn't work. I loved that. The pacemaker did. And Yamada By even the had the gall to look irritated when they were like, so are we all agree to pacemaker is the right choice now? And he was like, yes. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I will kick you in your no-no spot. You're frustrating me. Yeah. He's he needs to leave. That would be great. I don't like him. And I because... said that from day one. People were like, why don't you like him? He's only been a... I don't like him. He looked smug um, the first time we saw him. Yeah. He did. And he still maybe looks smug he, now. Maybe he and Kate will get together. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why are you gonna hate Kate like that? <laughs> smug meets robot maybe they'll meld into each other it's like shania twain when her husband cheated on her she ended up dating or marrying the guy whose wife her husband cheated on her with that's true they were all friends and then they went the opposite and then they weren't <laughs> did maybe they can work here because conrad and billy are obviously together so maybe kate and yamada are, are the new item i don't think i would mind that pairing actually sorry kate I am starting to like Maybe you. Maybe it's his face I don't him. like. <laughs> he just has that cocky Smarmy. look to him, you know? Does. That's what I said. The first time I saw him, he looked smug. Actually, I find him very attractive. I think he's he a very good-looking good man. But, he's but he looks smug. It's the expression on his face. He just looks yeah. smug. Just means you're a good actor. It's okay. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> or a really, really bad doctor. <laughs> but they do find out that it's... The weird thing was is that Kyle's heart rate was too low, not too high. Yeah. Oh, man, when he flew off that treadmill, I about had a heart attack. I was like, oh, there's doctors standing around watching him, and he just... Nobody was are you all doing. I took a stress test before. The nurse was right there holding on to something that I could grab onto them with, and there was a doctor on the other side. What were you all doing in the hallway? I'm just like, why are all you people watching this poor man? He just fell on his face. <laughs> it was so funny because you just see him in the background go. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And the irony there is they're all in the hallway talking about who can give better care to this man and who can make him partial. Well, they're None all of you. None of you. You're all fired. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. <laughs> it was i mean it was pretty traumatic though for poor Gigi when she was sitting on the bed and kyle he fell asleep but i think he almost coded because they like took her out of the room real fast and devin said he coded yeah he yeah. did he did and poor Gigi was like oh is grandpa gonna be okay like can we not can we maybe <laughs> not put the five-year-old in a room alone with a guy whose heart is screwing up can Maybe, can we just keep another adult in there? Probably wasn't the best judgment call. <laughs> no. I did like all the cute little moments of Gigi and Kyle together. I did too. I hope he does stick around, honestly. I think he will. Because he even said in this episode, you asked me where my home is, there's your answer, what she said. That was so oh, cute. I know. Like, Welcome sweet. home, Grandpa. 
And he was so surprised that Conrad showed her pictures of him. I know. Who is this guy that you have in your head? Because it's clearly not your son-in-law who you've known no. for years. For a long time. Like, what What? What did you think he was going to do? Be like, he's a bad man. No. So I liked dumb. when he put his arm out for Conrad to come back. So. I know. Honest, I cried a little bit there. That was, I think that was a hard moment for both of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I think it was one that they both had wanted for so long. Absolutely. They needed that. That really did need to happen. And I'm really glad it did that it did. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. And then Conrad walked into another special moment of Billy <laughs> and Gigi just like cuddling on the couch together. Yeah. That image so is cute. never going anywhere. That that is burned into his brain. That was really oh. sweet. Yes. I really like that. I think I think we're gonna see a lot more of Gigi or of uh, Billy being involved with Oh yeah. Everything Conrad and Gigi. Mm-hmm. Not just Conrad. She doesn't just want part of him. She wants that whole dynamic. Mm-hmm. Which she, she needs. Both of them. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, their little cuddle session was because of the absolutely <laughs> insane day that Billy had. Okay, so those two brothers. <laughs> what in the world was that? I don't know. But those two brothers, the only way I could think to describe them was Royd Ragey. Because from the yeah. moment she walked in the room, it was like they were almost vibrating <laughs> with aggression. Like, dude, what what happened in your life that is making you this insane? And that's, like, I love my mom. I want the best for my mom. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they had a weird relationship with their mom. Yeah, it was. It was, that, that was, that was borderline too attached. You don't say off. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I mean, it was the mom said her cancer had come back. And like, you know, I have I have cancer, right? And I've talked to my oncologist about this. And my I told him when we first met with him, my fear is this cancer is gonna come back. And he's like, oh well, cancer doesn't really come back. Cancer regenerates and it moves into a different part, but it's it's not like the, the exact same cancer comes back. That's not how it works. And so for her to think, oh yeah, I I beat it before, and I'll, I'll just—it's the same thing. I'll just beat it again. It's not the same thing. It's different now. It's a new form of cells has formed and is taken over, and it's a completely different situation now. Yeah, and I I don't think that they were grasping that. I think they were thinking mm, exact same thing. We'll handle the exact same way, and you just you can't. Billy told him not to. I think she she was very clear on her very clear, um, very clear thoughts about it. I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now, but she was very adamant on what she believed what was right, hmm? and she was very vocal about it. Yeah, she even said if she happens to come through this surgery, she will more than likely die sooner because we had the surgery. She yeah, said it. I, I, she, she was as open as she could be about it and the expectations. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, she even said, I do not recommend this. This would be against advisement. Don't do this. But she still went in there and tried her very best. And just... But I think it's that was out of fear for her patient, though. Because if they went to mm-hmm. anybody else who would try to play God or yeah. who would try to be a superstar and end up doing way more damage. And Lily even said, you know, you're the person who can give her the best percent chance. 
mm-hmm. of coming out of this in any way. But <laughs> I was a little creeped out by how much she was bleeding on the table. Like, I just see it dripping down the side. Like, whoa. Yeah. Is that, is that really? No, it wasn't dripping. It was like pouring. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was, that was like a continuous. That was bad. I didn't. I, I don't know how you can lose that much from your brain and be okay. But as Billy said, this is exactly what I was worried about. It's exactly what she told them would happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when <laughs> it really irritated me when the mom, I think her name's Doris. Is that what her name is? I'm trying. I honestly don't remember, good. but it sounds okay. <laughs> and I think those brothers, I mean, first of all, did anyone notice when they go into the operating room? Billy clearly shows them where the line is that they're not allowed to cross. Right. Mm-hmm. Like just, so they know. <laughs> they know, oh hey, can't be back here. But I think <laughs> that changed anything. My note was, boy, these two dum-dums don't really listen. Because she's she's trying to tell them these things. And like, oh, so she's okay? She made it all fine. <laughs> no. No, that's not what she's saying. But she's gonna be okay. That's what you're saying, right? She's gonna be totally fine. No. No. I never <laughs> said that. So they're just, and then that one, the one brother, how did he say that? He's like, well, you said she would make it out of surgery and she did. And then he just walked away. Like, who, who are these people in this episode? They like, I almost missed Wolf and Cricket. Right? <laughs> A little bit. Yes. And then the other son was like, we know our mom. So we know <laughs> she's going to pull through. Someone needs to tell them that's not how medicine works. No. Because it's not how medicine works. <laughs> I I will say that I think it was because you know obviously she dies. Lila's trying to do everything she can to save her, but the brothers returned to an empty room without anyone in there to tell them what happened. I don't think that was okay. No, Billy, I get you had to go to another surgery. It's an emergency. Great, fine, but you make sure someone else is on that room when those boys come back in. It was incredibly unfair, even though they were being huge idiots and aggressive and ridiculous. It was incredibly unfair to take their mother's body away, clean out the room, and then also not tell them what was going on or not have anyone there to say, hey, this happened. So I do think I do think that's where they fell short. Someone should have been in that room telling them, we're sorry to tell you, but your mother passed. This is what happened. I think had someone been in that room... I think the reaction still would have been really, really overdone. Yeah. But I don't think it would have been as nonsensical as they felt it was. I agree uh, with that. And of course, they freak Lila out and take the next logical step to go to the EOR to destroy it. Mm-hmm. What does it... Where was the security? Security like, was useless. Absolutely useless. A lot so in this useless. episode. Yes. They didn't even know they were still in the building. <laughs> okay. Later on when they go and tackle. <laughs> okay. This is the thing that I was talking about earlier when I said had a problem. Now, they're all, it's Leela, I think Leela and Conrad and the security guy, right? Is it just those three in the room? Like in the videotape? And they're like, we've so. checked all the security footage. They're nowhere. And Conrad says, well, wait, did you check the operating suite? You mean the room where they attacked her? The area where they, you didn't check there? You didn't check where they were last seen? Are you, are you serious? New? Are you new here? This pen, you new and here? that's, that's another example of the writing. They're, they're taking things out and putting things in so they can make something work. 
but it's forcing it because there's no way a security team would say, I've checked all the cameras. Oh, wait, except for the one where they were last seen. There's no way. There's no freaking way. I was so irritated by that. And of course, they check it on Conrad. And the, the whole reason they did that that way is because they wanted Conrad to be the absolute hero. Mm-hmm. And so they check and they're, the, I'm sorry, they're just wandering the halls. Does I thought something was put out saying these two people who were violent in our OR during a procedure, look out for them. They're just nope, free. Nothing. They're not even hiding. They're freely walking. There should have been like a code. And I think there was one. Something. Can't remember. Code pink? Like code pink. But, That's a missing but child. No one cared. No one cared. They no. just let these people walk around a hospital and assumed them gone. Like, what? <laughs> it didn't make sense. Oh, it they just didn't left. Make sense. <laughs> and no. I knew it wasn't over. That's a huge oversight in the writing. There's no freaking way that that makes sense. There's no way that it's actually how a real hospital would handle the situation. There's no way. Absolutely no way. Mm-hmm. And I get why they did it. They wanted him to be the hero. But he could yeah. have still been the hero with, without making the security and the rest of the hospital look completely inept. Because that's all it did. It made them all look like morons. Okay. And if that's the case, Kit should fire them all. And rehire a new team because that's a stupidity on a level that is insane. This is your job and you can't even do it. Yeah. If that made me mad. I, I could rant about this whole fight scene for a while and I'm just not going to, because I don't want to bash the show any. I didn't think it was as bad as everyone else thought it was. I thought it was cheesy and corny and very, I thought it was cheesy and corny and not Conrad's well like almost getting killed and Billy's like sitting in the corner doing nothing. She's just like she you should crawl like, down the stairs. You should be like I don't know like I guess when she's flight or fright she's just flight. Well, She was being beat up for several minutes before Conrad got there. Yeah she could have like distracted him or done something try to save him. I mean like two people on these two people might have a chance but no she just went and hid. And let these two guys gang up on Conrad. <laughs> what is that? Conrad did tell her to go. When Conrad gives an order, you let him. You listen to Conrad. <laughs> it bothered me because I didn't like seeing Conrad get beat up. I was like, hello, he doesn't get beat up. <laughs> no, I know. I did kind of like, first of all, we all know that Conrad is ex-military. And we all know that Conrad is badass. So, yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Although and I look back, I'm like, he's getting his butt beat. And I look back and Billy's just like sitting on the floor over there. I'm like, what are you doing? I, I will say, I thought the way Matt Zucri did the fighting scene, I think he played it off well and he made it believable. But the way the two brothers were doing it before Billy, before Conrad got there, it was like, dude, what moves are you doing right now? Like what? Again, are you new here? What is this? <laughs> and the line you killed our mom. Now we kill you. Oh, come on. That was so trite. That was so trite and Corny. just cheesy. Like, come so cheesy. on. This like, could have been a really good scene. Yes. I just feel like it had way more potential than it actually got to, that I got to see play out. And it's a little bit disappointing. Yeah. But I like that it was like a little bit of a change and like some like dramatic happened. Mm -hmm. Like I do like that because I do like those yeah. that in any of our shows. Like you like the drama. That's why you're watching it. 
I actually really like this storyline, this this particular one. I did. I did too. I did too. But here's the thing. I think that Kyle's storyline took up so much, which is fine. We lo- you know, we love that storyline. We're here for it. They're bringing back a character who we love and who we're connected to. But that meant that there was no real buildup for this storyline. So even though I think the thought behind it was great, I think that it was interesting and it would have added another level to it. They didn't give us time in it. So it, everything felt like, what is happening right now? Why is this going on right now? Why? How did this escalate so fast is what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Because the focus was on other areas. So they didn't give this one a chance to grow in it. And you could do that one up. So this is what they used to excel at. is taking storylines, a different storyline every week and letting it grow. And then we see it play out by the end and i i wish mm-hmm. because i think i think you're right this had the potential to be really good and i i i didn't have as big of a problem with the fight scene as a lot of other people did i thought it was fine i just it was that one line that was like mm. yeah i had issues with <laughs> it i have is, i have more issues later but <laughs> yes well why don't why don't we get into that because uh. um Conrad, after he and Billy are sharing the news with or giving their side to the authorities, and I don't mm. really, I don't really know that Billy asked him because he's like when Yamada said I'll take her home, and Conrad said, "No, she asked me to drive her." I don't know that she did. I think I don't Conrad think she did. Like, I doubt she I'm did drive her home because he's got that moment with Gigi and Billy up in the front in his or upstairs in his head. He also realized in that fight that he almost lost her, and he was like. Hmm. I have feelings. I have feelings. They're there. Here they are. And then he just couldn't avoid them anymore. So I think he made that. So, I mean, even though we've waited for this moment for much of the season for Billy and Conrad to get together, I think Mm. that a lot of us didn't want to see the kiss yet. (laughs) The kiss was done at the wrong time and the wrong way. That's it right there. Everybody that listens to this podcast regularly knows that I am team Cade. I'm not. I am changing. I am going more towards the Billy side. (laughs) Okay. But I don't like how they did it. Mm -hmm. It makes me almost want to be against Billy again, just because I'm like, I don't, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. You didn't do it right. And I'm not happy with you guys right now. Again. And I think, I think two things play into that. I think one that Cade, you even said that Cade hasn't been around a lot with Mm Connor, she hasn't been around so she's kind of and this is not an excuse but she is sort of out of sight out of she's not even out of his mind but she's just out of sight so he doesn't have that connection but then after this really intense day that they both almost lost each other and they found each other and you know all this other there's a lot of emotions at play here and the line he said was she said nick would be really proud of you and he said i want you to be proud of me and that was what he said before the kiss i i thought that was sweet but I think I understand why the kiss happened right then. I get it. I totally get it. I think it was still, dude, you're with somebody. <laughs> and that was that was my issue too. After the wedding with uh, Kit and Bell, when Billy and Conrad at the desk, I kept saying, you have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. This is yeah. okay. So I'm, I agree. I don't think, I think the kiss should not have happened. However, I do understand why it happened in that moment. And I think the way they're going to play this off is, Okay, we're not doing anything else. We're not going to be in the same room until we talk to our respective partners and admit what we did and we're going to take care of it right away and we're going to nip this in the bud right away because this, this was an accident sort of thing. So I'm not as mad at that as everyone else is because I understand why and I never really felt like Conrad and Cade were, they were a couple, but I don't understand why. They weren't really a part of each other's lives. 
And because mm-hmm. of all these little mini time jumps, we have no idea how much Yamada's in Billy's life either. I mean, they, AJ made it seem like they were a solid couple, but we oh, haven't seen so. it. Of course, we know a few months have gone by, but we don't know how many months. We haven't seen any of this develop. So it's easier for me to be like, ah, no, she's not with anybody because we haven't seen it. Know. Next year, Conrad's going to be like 58. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi's going to be graduating high school. <laughs> Well, how did Tiffany, how did you feel about that moment? Because you are on the fence about Billy. You've been on the fence about Billy and Conrad. I don't like the way it was done. Like they could have, I wanted it to happen, but they could have done it way better than they chose to. I think it needed to be words, not physicality. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. And he he needed to definitely have a conversation with Kate before moving further with Billy at all. I mean, even if he wanted to, like, put himself out there in that moment, like, that was, like, his moment. Like, he he feels something. He wants to act on something. He should have been honest and told her, like, I'm having these feelings, but I do want to be respectful and end things with Cade. Yes. And then can we, after that happens, do you mind if we have, like, dinner and discuss things or something like that? That's how it should have gone down. Mm Mm-hmm not cheating it's not that's not conrad no it was completely out of character and i didn't like it i'm not happy (laughs) i do i think it's okay that they just they you know admitted hey we have these feelings but i think Mm -hmm. i agree i think that's where it should have stopped yep and then the smile that she gave him at the end the smile he gave her like oh we just everything's perfect and good no no you just made a really big mistake right there like please acknowledge that you are I mean, you look at Kate in the preview, we're not going to really discuss the preview yet, but Kate doesn't look real happy. And this no. is the first time I am not a Kate fan. Okay. I, I, I don't think anyone's surprised by that, <laughs> <laughs> but even I can recognize that she has not given herself to anybody in decades. She's never had a real relationship in decades of course i wouldn't call hers with conrad real since she avoided his daughter at all costs and didn't really enter fully into his life but she did give part of herself to conrad and she was letting conrad in that was the first step for someone who has been so accustomed over her what 30 years 40 years of life to not let anybody else in and to start to let someone in and the first person she does it to does this i mean that's i hope that he can recognize in the next episode, what a big deal that is. I hope so. He's he, Conrad's smart. He is. I mean, he's not an idiot. He's got to know that was bad. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> bad Conrad. Bad. You know. But I think I think we've waited for the season, this for much of the season, and it was nice to finally see, however, you know, we have some serious issues with how it was done what we were most concerned about coming out of last week was Padma and her PPD. And mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think any of us expected to get this Billy, like this close with Billy and Conrad this week. What we were most looking forward, not well, that sounds bad. We weren't looking forward to this, but we really wanted answers. And they did yeah. show us this week, just how far things had gone with Padma. Oh, this killed me. Hardness. Yeah. Is so real. This is mm-hmm. so real. This is so real life. This happens every single yep. day to women. And and we've talked on other podcasts about how postpartum depression isn't 
really talked about on a lot of our shows. No, nope. it's starting to be talked about more, which I'm loving. Mm-hmm. Um, I I suffered with it both, with still do, but from both of my kids, and it's it's a horrible thing to feel when you just had baby babies in her case Mm -hmm. but i don't know this is just really breaking my heart because she's i feel like she has people there that care about her that Mm -hmm. will help her i can see her just not you can just look at her eyes and know she's not doing well oh absolutely so why is everybody just be like oh hey you're fine bye because everybody just so focused on their own lives that they can't see past their own crap to look at Padma I mean you can see as soon as you see her something is not right how Mm -hmm. is nobody else getting this and especially Leela with her what twin intuition Mm -hmm. uh excuse me where the hell has that been these last few weeks absolutely why is it just kicking in now when she's MIA yeah interesting and I think I think AJ is picking up on it, but I think that he thinks the solution is Padma just needs some time away. That's all she needs. She'll be fine. It's overwhelming. There's two. She wasn't ready for it. She just needs time away. I think he's convinced himself because that's what he would need. Not because Mm -hmm. that's what Padma means, but I think that's what AJ would need. When he gets overwhelmed, he just needs time away. Everything's fine. And he says that to Pat or to Leela. He says something along the lines, I'm going to paraphrase here, but something along the lines of if that means she gets an, she needs an extra day or two away, that's a win yep but dude (laughs) but that's that's all i mean she doesn't need to be like by herself right now she needs medical help exactly and And the thing is surrounded by doctors what is going on well to be fair her doctor sucks and is horrible and should leave the profession immediately yes but aj i think what he his the problem that he did is he is not looking at the situation like he's looking at how he was coming into the baby situation, what his feelings were when he came out, what he would need. Padma's reaction is the disconnect there is look how excited she was about the pregnancy to get pregnant, to have these babies during the pregnancy. And now all of a sudden can't be around them. That's what should have been like, oh wait, so I guess maybe a couple of days away isn't right because that doesn't match with what we know of you. So what he did is he just kind of put himself in the place instead of thinking of Padma and what she, what, what place she's in. Mm-hmm. But I, I just uh, watch it when he said, let me put the boys on video so you can talk to them. The look on her face. Credit to to this actress because yeah. I felt like she was actually feeling this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was heartbreaking. Yeah. It really was. It was just my heart. Just seeing her standing in the back of that van just completely disconnected. Mm-hmm. And just so sad yeah. just so sad that's i don't need, i don't even know how else to describe her except just sad well yeah and I, I want i want somebody to i don't know i'm scared i'm really scared about her next week i I, next week. I oh yeah um whenever it comes back i feel like what in my mind maybe this is just wishful thinking or whatever but i feel like in my mind she's gonna get that text from leela right when she's about to do harm to herself and maybe that text will save her life because Leela has sent it but we never saw Padma get it 
Mm-hmm. So that's I kept thinking like whatever she was like standing there. I'm like, is the phone going to go off? Like, is she going to get the text message? Is that going to save her? And we just didn't see it. Hmm. So I'm scared. I'm I'm very scared. I don't. Now this is one thing we said last week too. Like, I'm glad they're doing this this storyline. And unfortunately, a lot of women who go through this don't have good endings because they don't have the resources and because there's shame attached to it. And so committing suicide or harming a child is a very real thing in women who go through this because they don't feel like they have access to help and they don't feel like help is available. Yeah. But one thing we want about our stories is we want the real mix with fantasy. What we wanted to see here Mm -hmm. was we wanted to see PPD brought to the front because it needs to be addressed. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be normalized because these women who struggle through it, it's not like they're choosing this. They don't have a choice in it. It's not like they can be like, oh, you know what? You don't know. I'm not going to be sad anymore. That's not how it works. And what we wanted to see here was we wanted to see her struggling with this, but see it done well and see them correct it and see her get the help that she needs so that people can see this is available. Mm-hmm. And I think, I really think that's the way that they are going to run the storyline. And if they don't, I'm, I might be done because I think they would have completely destroyed people with this. Yeah. You're going to send Absolutely. the wrong message. And I'm yes. not here for that. Yep. I 100% agree with you. Like you can't, it happens every day. I mean, mm-hmm. we know it. We're we're all mothers here. Yeah. We've heard the horror stories of it. It happens every day. But let's, on our TV shows, let's discuss it. But let's also show how to reach out, how to get help, mm-hmm. where to get help. Exactly. Let's educate these people instead of showing the bad that can happen. Instead of now, they haven't even defined that she has no postpartum at all. Like you know, like everybody in our groups are just thinking, "Oh, she's just this, you know, bad mom." No, that's not what's going on. So I, I really hope anybody is seeing that. this quickly. Mm. I was yeah. Too- I started crying as soon as I, as soon as she said she didn't want to talk to her boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hard. started crying. Yeah, And then that, to watch her drive past that sign, which, I mean, it didn't mean anything to me, but I assume what they were trying to say was, oh, she's farther away from where she said she is. But mm-hmm. none of those cities meant anything. And obviously, when she gets in the van, you can see she's lying about everything she said to AJ. So you know that the situation is much, much, much worse than anyone was thinking. Yeah. Much worse. Yeah. This, I, was, I mean, even me, I didn't think it was going to get to this point. I thought they were just going to you know, play on the, not play on the, but talk about the postpartum depression and then, you know, how to get help and what are the signs and, you know, educate, but this is. Yeah. And hopefully that's how making maybe impact. I mean, Mm -hmm. mean, maybe they want to show how bad it can get. Maybe. I I really, I really, really don't think they're going to let her jump. I mean, I was surprised they took it to the point where she was on a bridge. Like, that happened like, what? No, no, no 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 that like i couldn't i i couldn't like believe that it they wrote it to get this far because it actually yeah. looked like she was gonna jump for a minute so i thought i'm not laughing because it's funny it's not funny at all but I, I actually thought that they were gonna leave that was the cliffhanger we we're gonna leave on is she's in the river like will she live or won't she i thought that's where they were gonna and i was completely shocked that they brought it there but i think i really do think that was the point was to see how far it could go and to, to make that known because i really really don't think they're going to kill her off and like i said if they do i'm i might truly be done with this show i just 
I can't, I can't. And can't do that. I'm just glad she was by herself, at least. She didn't have the boys with her. Yeah. I don't want to say I'm glad she was there, but I wish I'm glad that the boys weren't with her. I wish there was someone like that she would listen to that was there with her, but I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad her kids weren't with her for sure. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say, and I know that it feels like the last couple of weeks we've kind of alluded to this and said this outright about um, help being available and suicide prevention. Um, and it's the reason we're saying that is because, again, these are very, very real problems. And especially around this time of year, suicide rates climb so high this time of year and women who are struggling alone. I mean, there's a lot of women who are single moms who are struggling with this and truly have nobody around them to offer assistance or help or advice or any sort of resource whatsoever. And they are struggling. And there are women who are even with, you know, husbands who they want to be that super mom that they see everywhere and they can't bear to tell anyone that they're struggling. We want you to know that there's hope and there's help and the suicide prevention hotline, they've made it super easy. If you are struggling with any of this, all you have to do is dial 988 and there is 24 hour help, 24 hour, um, information for you. There's always someone who will pick up that phone. If you are struggling in any way, shape or form, especially now. And you think that, you know, you can't do this anymore or whatever the thing is you're feeling call 988. You can also visit their website at 988lifeline.org. And they have people you can call and chat. You can chat with them on there. You can call from that number there. There's resources there that are available for you. Please don't think that you are alone in this because you are not, you are loved and you are wanted and you are important. And if you are struggling with parenting, with postpartum depression, it's a real thing and it's not on you. It is, it is not your fault you're struggling with this and it doesn't have to be the end of your story. Absolutely. Very well said. And I'm not, I'm not even sorry we went that deep because I think that there might be some people listening who really need to hear that. Absolutely. So I, I do think, um, not to like switch topics quickly, but um, we don't want to live in in this right here. But I think that we will see a good resolution to this story, at least at least see it start in the next episode that comes in. I think that she is not mm-hmm. going to fall off that jump off that bridge. And if she does, I don't think she will. I think she will be recovered uh, alive yeah. and well, I think. But next it doesn't come back until January 3rd. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they're coming back January 3rd, not making us wait longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they better give us, you know resolutions on this that episode though yeah like at the top of the hour right (laughs) i want this to be the first thing you guys air yes (laughs) all right but january 3rd we will find out about that hopefully i'm assuming because it wasn't in the preview (laughs) well better tell us something leave us hanging um no so the preview obviously everything's going to be out in the open between the whole Billy Kate and Conrad love triangle. So y'all are telling me right now that Billy tells Kate. <laughs> no, it looks like Conrad tells Kate, but then Billy's like, Hey, we need to have a talk. I think Conrad tells her first because I think she went to him when she got back from rehab. Cause she's in regular clothes when she sees him. That would be my guess. I don't think Conrad would let Billy be the one to tell her. I, re- I really don't. I hope not. That would be a strike, a, a rare strike against Conrad <laughs> if that's what he allows. He already got a strike from me this week, and that <laughs> has never happened before. So he better be a good Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least at least he said to her, you know, I haven't been honest with you or myself. 
Mm -hmm. But the look on Cade's face when she said, did something happen? Like I wanted to, I, I hurt for her a little bit when she said that in the preview. She did. Yeah. She looked pained. Yeah. I think she's finally like let herself open and trying, trying to be more open with Conrad mm -hmm. and trying and now just she's going to be dumped. I mean, I know. <laughs> the, this, the sad thing is, I think it was her dad and trying to keep a secret that's holding her back. And she finally made a decision. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so she's almost like this new woman, unafraid to give of herself and un like unafraid to hold anything back. And she returns and Conrad's like, sorry, adios. Oh, man. Like, oh. Oh, my Cade. I do like her now. I'm sorry. I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to like her better after Conrad breaks up with her. Yeah, when she leaves the show. <laughs> but at least she's not with Conrad, so she's not detestable. She'll leave the show on a good note if she does. True. I like her now that she's gone. <laughs> No, that's a, I like her now. I just don't like her with Conrad. I like her when she's dealing with her dad. I like her when she's dealing with patients. I like how little we've seen them together. But I think next week the preview shows Cade, Billy, Het, Cade, Billy, Conrad heavy. But like this preview for last for this week showed just Billy in that one situation. But we got so much more in this episode. We saw Pam and the twins. We saw Kyle, which was a completely secret. Com completely shocking thing that they kept from us that they didn't show in the preview. Mm -hmm. So although that's what the preview shows, if this week is anything to go by, that's only a small snippet and there's going to be a bigger storyline in the background. So that comes back January 3rd, Fox airs the resident on Tuesdays, eight, seven central. You can check out our Facebook group, the resident Chastain family fan club. Of course, nine one one does not return until what May March, April, when does that one return? Someone watches it. Tell February. me. Maybe it's February. What do we have? When a show does Lo but Lone Star? I think we'll start Should before that. January. Done until spring. It just says. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, I can't find a date. Spring to Sorry, me is they March, didn't April, give May. Give us a date. They just said spring. Nine one one will be returning with Lone Star if if it goes as it did as it has in the past. Lone Star should air sometime in January, probably around the time that the resident comes back on, and then. OG 911 will pick back up sometime between February and May. <laughs> that narrows it down for you. <laughs> but Somewhere check around there. <laughs> In the meantime, you can check out our 911 group, which is 911 911 Family Fan Club, and uh, check out all of our stuff there. We we love to interact with you. We're having some Christmas fun right now in our groups. So interact with those. I think, are we done with the voting? We picked all the doctors, right? Or do we still have another round to go? I think we still have another round to go. All right. Wow. Check out We're our- still going. Check out our resident group. I think Conrad and Devin are going to be the final two. So get in there and vote. Although by the time they see you see this, the voting might be done. But if it's not, still check out our group. We have fun things all, all season long. So check that out. And we will see you in January. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fan and Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, FamilyFanClub2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows. <laughs>